Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Carolyn Crouch was just 19 years old when a trio of criminals broke into her home that she shared with her husband. These criminals ambushed Carolyn, tying up her husband and leaving him to watch the crime unfold. After the crime took place, Carolyn and her beloved seven-month-old puppy had both lost their lives, leaving only Carolyn's husband and their infant daughter behind. The crime that was left behind shook the entire country of Greece, and investigators couldn't understand what the couple could have been in possession of that would have been so valuable to warrant such a vicious and heartless crime. But that's when they realized there was much more to the story than meets the eye. Investigators and prosecutors soon uncovered a plethora of evidence that no one could have expected, landing one man in prison for the rest of his life. Before we get started with today's video, I want to let you know about an amazing new game called Love and Pies. Love and Pies is a free-to-download mobile game that can be played either on your mobile phone or tablet. It's a surprisingly addictive game that I can't recommend enough, mostly because it's just so easy to pick up and play. It's super easy to just pick up and play when you're taking a short break from work or maybe taking a warm bath after a particularly long day. The story involves you taking over your mother's cafe that burnt down, where you aim to rebuild the cafe into a thriving business. Along the way, there's also a mystery to unravel as you try to uncover all the chilling details surrounding your mother's sudden disappearance, taking you down a rabbit hole of small town gossip and an unexpected romance. Love and Pies is a great way to unplug from the busy, overwhelming world around us. And if you love juicy secrets, mystery, and captivating drama, I can't recommend the app enough. As someone who has a soft spot for those classic mystery TV shows like Desperate Housewives or Pretty Little Liars, this game is just perfect. One of the best aspects of this game is that you get to customize your newly rebuilt cafe however you want. And with a diverse cast of characters, this is a game you won't want to miss. Now it's your turn to jump into the world of Love and Pies, and join me in unraveling this mystery and uncovering the many dark secrets that Love and Pies has to offer. So what are you waiting for? Download Love and Pies now using my link below. Thanks to Love and Pies for sponsoring today's video. Carolyn Crouch was born and raised in the UK for much of her childhood. Her transition to Greece isn't very well documented, and her parents haven't shared too many details about Carolyn's personal life and upbringing. One source stated that Carolyn moved to Greece when she was just eight years old, but we don't know what prompted such an unexpected move. Some sources suggest that Carolyn's father remained in the UK for much of Carolyn's life, so it's probably safe to assume that her father and mother must have split up at some point, but other sources claim that Carolyn moved to Greece alongside both her mother and father. So what caused Carolyn to end up in Greece? Well, we really don't know. Most of the sources I found claim that she moved there with both of her parents, so that's the version of events that we'll run with here. Just know that that may not be completely accurate. But either way, Carolyn spent the majority of her childhood years in Greece, following Greek customs and being raised in a traditionally Greek lifestyle. And this, believe it or not, is what caused things to get a bit weird, at least from an American's perspective. 
See, Carolyn was the daughter of a retired engineer, with some sources claiming that this engineering experience was spent working with oil and gas companies, suggesting her father had quite a reasonable income for much of Carolyn's life. And when looking at some of the photos of Carolyn's later years, it certainly seems that the family lived a pretty comfortable lifestyle. And that's what makes this next series of events seem rather unusual. I'm sure most of us are familiar with two things. The first being that love has no age limits. That's just a simple fact. The second is that around the world, many cultures will marry for financial or political gain. Keep both of these things in mind and we'll get back to this in just a moment. When Carolyn was entering her teenage years, she'd been considering what she planned on doing for the rest of her life. She'd been actively attending school and was doing quite well for herself, but that's when she met a man named Babis. Carolyn met Babis when she was just 15 years old, sometime in 2017. The two hit it off, but I can't for the life of me understand how. Like I said, Carolyn was 15 at the time, still presumably living with her parents. But Babis was 29 when they met, twice her age, and Carolyn was still a minor. Now, there may be some sort of cultural difference here that I just don't understand, hence why I suggested that this just seems a bit odd, specifically from an American perspective. But keep in mind, in Greece, just like in America, you can't legally marry until you're 18. So by all means, Babis was in an intimate relationship with an underage girl, and her parents were totally fine with this. We know that her parents were aware of this unusual relationship because in 2019, just two years later, the two got married. Even at this point, Carolyn was still underage, meaning her parents needed to sign the documents to allow this marriage to take place. Now, I'm not going to judge someone for a situation I don't fully understand due to potential cultural differences, but this just seems a bit off to me. As mentioned, love has no age limits, but if you want my opinion, that rule only applies if you're of a legal age, not still considered a child. Either way, Carolyn and Babis were married, and everything seemed great afterward. The two appeared to be very happily in love, and everything was going well, at least to the outside world. See, behind closed doors, things were not at all what they seemed. Allegations of abuse had begun to run rampant, and to this day, we still don't know whose allegations were more closely aligned with reality. But things were about to change for the Crouch family, and in ways no one could have ever seen coming. The following version of events has been told from the perspective of David Crouch, Carolyn's father. This story has been passed along by him as being completely truthful. So for the sake of this video, I'll be presenting it in the same way. But in the interest of full transparency, this exact series of events has not been proven, at least not as far as I can tell. David says that Carolyn and Babis would frequently go to a local restaurant near Athens. They'd been to the restaurant countless times in the past, and it was one of their favorite places to visit. As time passed by, Babis would become close friends with the owner of the restaurant a man who's never been named publicly. At this same point in time, Babis was a helicopter operator, and it was a job he seems to have been quite proud of. Babis was a very confident pilot, seemingly with many hours under his belt, and anyone who knew him knew that being a pilot wasn't just a job for Babis, it was part of his identity. Naturally, as Babis and the restaurant owner spoke time and time again, Babis's time spent working as a pilot was a frequent topic of their conversations. But one day, these conversations took a dark turn that no one could have seen coming. According to David Crouch, the restaurant owner began to speak to Babis about his secret business that involved smuggling illegal goods all around the country. 
This restaurant owner was deeply, deeply involved in this business. In fact, it may have been the whole reason behind him owning the restaurant in the first place. After all, what better way to clean dirty money than to funnel it through a highly profitable business? David says that the restaurant owner approached Babis and told him about a gang that he'd been involved with. The gang had recently been dealing with some pipeline issues, so to speak, and he felt that Babis would be the perfect man to fix these issues. With Babis's easy access to helicopters, there would be no better way to smuggle goods around the country than through the air. This would keep the police off the trail of any potential drops, as sniffer dogs and drug enforcement agents can't really patrol the air, at least not very easily. Babis, whether willingly or by coercion, allegedly agreed to this business endeavor, and in the process struck up a deal with the devil. Babis seemingly had no idea that this job would take everything from him, including his wife and daughter. According to David Crouch, Babis was, quote, very stupid. While Babis may have been an excellent pilot, he didn't have a good sense of business, nor did he know about keeping people on a need-to-know basis. So instead of keeping his mouth shut about his new shady business deal, he told Carolyn about it, essentially sealing her fate. Now, I'm sure most of us are familiar with this idea, but anytime someone conducts shady business deals, it's always the best practice to never tell anyone about it. That's just common knowledge. This isn't usually done in an attempt to lie to the people you love, but rather to keep them safe. After all, if they don't know anything about your crimes, they won't be the ones to go down when the ship inevitably sinks. This keeps your family and loved ones at a safe distance from anything going on so that if things do start to go south, you're the only one that has to atone for what you've done, not them. But Babis didn't seem to have understood this concept, because as soon as he struck up the deal with the restaurant owner, Carolyn was the first person that he told. Naturally, being a good person, Carolyn wasn't okay with this new line of work. Yet, it was going to bring in a massive sum of money for the small family, but it wasn't money that Carolyn was interested in accepting. She fought back against these plans every chance she got, but there was little she could do to stop her husband. Worse yet, there was even less that she could do to stop her husband's new employers. When Carolyn realized that her words had no weight in the eyes of her husband, Carolyn's father says that Carolyn started to walk out on Babis. Babis couldn't stand by and watch this happen, but the problem was, Babis's new employers weren't willing to sit by and watch this happen either. Thus, they forced Babis to silence his wife once and for all. David Crouch says that all of this was revealed to him in a handwritten letter that was given to him by Babis while Babis was incarcerated. David says that Babis wanted to set the record straight once and for all, and he felt that Carolyn's father deserved to know the truth. But for many people, this so-called truth was just a bit too much to believe especially considering that Babis had told a dramatically different story up to this point. In fact, Babis's attorney says that this entire story is nothing more than a fabrication on the part of Carolyn's father. And he even goes on to claim that such a letter was never handed over to David because that letter doesn't even exist. And according to Babis's public statements, he wasn't involved in the crime at all. In reality, he was just another victim. It was May 11th, 2021. It was a day like any other for Babis and Carolyn. That is, until nighttime rolled around. At some point in the middle of the night, a trio of armed robbers broke into the couple's home, which at the time was occupied by Carolyn, Babis, their seven-month-old husky puppy, and their infant daughter, Lydia. When the three broke into the home, they immediately grabbed the puppy and heartbreakingly ended its life using its own leash. 
Once this was done, the three made their way upstairs where they pulled out weapons and demanded all the money that the couple had to offer. Babis told the men that they had about 10,000 euros and even told them where to find the money. But Carolyn wasn't going to let them take it without a fight. Carolyn had been trained in martial arts and she began to fight back against the robbers. But when they began to resist, they threatened little Lydia, who'd been in the room with the couple that evening. The leader of the three robbers managed to overpower Carolyn after making threats against her child, then ended her life by restricting her breathing, leaving her on the couple's bed and fleeing the hole. But before they left, they tied up Babis and gagged him, with him fainting just a few minutes later. This all took place around 4.30 a.m., and when Babis eventually woke up, he managed to free himself from his restraints and call the police for help. When officers arrived at the scene, initially, everything that Babis had told them seemed to have been true. Unfortunately, when they checked the home security camera for evidence, they found that the robbers had stolen the SD card, meaning that nothing was left behind outside of an obvious mess and a disturbing crime scene. The Crouch family and Babis would later mourn the loss of Carolyn, with photos from the funeral showing Babis embracing Carolyn's mother as she wept. But just a few weeks later, police would reach a breakthrough in the case, finding new information that would turn the investigation on its head and paint Babis in a much different light. As investigators were doing their best to get to the bottom of the awful crime that transpired in the couple's home that night, they began to notice some inconsistencies in Babisa's story. Police requested access to Carolyn's phone on the night of her passing, in an effort to better pin down her final moments and what took place leading up to the crime, likely in an effort to find out if she'd been in contact with anyone suspicious in the days or weeks leading up to her demise. It was when searching through her phone that they gained access to her fitness data. This is when things get very interesting. So if you have a modern smartphone or smartwatch, you should know that your devices are always collecting data on you. Most of us think of this as purely being your location data, but if you have a smartwatch such as an Apple watch, then your phone is also documenting things such as your heart rate, your physical movements, and in some cases, even your temperature or other details about your health. When investigators looked into Carolyn's health data, they found something interesting. According to her health data that was pulled from her Apple Watch, which documented her sleep patterns, Carolyn had been fast asleep immediately before losing her life. Worse yet, her location data showed that she never once got out of bed, which was inconsistent with what Babise told investigators about Carolyn doing her best to physically fight off the assailants using martial arts. To make matters worse, Babise also claimed that the attack had taken place sometime around 4.30 a.m. But investigators learned from their home security system that the memory card had been removed at precisely 1.20 a.m., more than three hours before Babis claims that the crime began. Carolyn's Apple Watch also showed that her heart stopped beating at about 4.20 a.m., again disputing the timeline that Babis had claimed. With all of this information taken into account, police theorized that from 1.20 a.m. to 4.20 a.m., Babis had been staging the scene of the crime. They believe he made multiple attempts on Carolyn's life during this time, making sure to cover his tracks along the way, to make sure that things appear as though there was a break-in. But the bigger question here that many of us are wondering is, why? Well, that's the problem. There are multiple answers, depending on which version of events you believe. Was Babis truly threatened by an elusive gang member? If so, then he probably took his wife's life because he was told to. Did Carolyn truly find out about Babis' smuggling crimes and threaten to leave, sending him into a fit of rage? Well, that's certainly possible too. 
but in more recent accounts from Babis during his trial, he even claimed that the marriage between the two had been filled with physical abuse. He claimed that his reason for taking Carolyn's life was because he was sick of her assaulting him, referencing several occasions in which she would punch and kick him when things didn't go her way. He says that he grew so tired of this that he smothered Carolyn with her own pillow while she slept. But if this were true, then why did he also take the life of her dog? That part just seems excessive. If you want my personal opinion, I think the guy's just a cold-blooded monster. He likely had a million different reasons that he was able to justify in his own mind, none of which hold water when you look at them from a logical perspective. Ultimately, though, none of these theories matter. The only thing that we know for sure is that Babis was, in fact, responsible for taking the life of his wife, regardless of his reasons. He was sentenced to life in prison plus 11 years for the crimes against Carolyn's dog, though unfortunately his so-called life sentence only lasts around 20 years. He's expected to remain behind bars until he's in his 50s, at which point he'll be eligible for parole. In the aftermath of the crime and Babis's conviction, Carolyn's family has been highly critical of the investigation and the allegations that Babis has made. Carolyn's father in particular believes that there's much more to the story than Babis is letting on. And considering Babis has changed his version of events at least three times since his initial interrogation, there's a good chance that Carolyn's father may be right. And we may never know just how deep this rabbit hole really goes. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of True Crime Stories. If you want to see more true crime documentaries like this, be sure to hit that like button and subscribe. If you'd like to help support the channel, the best way you can do that is simply by leaving a comment below, any comment at all. It helps out the channel a lot more than you may realize. If you want to help out financially, you can do that by clicking the blue join button below, or by picking up a True Crime Stories mug from tynots.com. But with that, my name is Ty Knotts, and I'll catch you guys in the next video. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.